Welcome, welcome. You are listening to episode 30 of Successful Body Worker Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Mayfield, creator of Successful Body Worker, helping the therapist always comes first. If you practice things like ashiatsu, chair massage, deep tissue, or relaxation, it does not matter to me. I will have the tips and tricks to help you stay in the game for the long haul so you can keep doing what you do best, working on clients, of course. Thank you very much for listening in on today's episode. All of you ladies and gents know that I love each and every one of you, and you are the exact reason I do this podcast twice a month. If this is your first time, welcome. If you find that you like this episode, make sure to subscribe on any podcast platform that you frequent, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, and leave a five-star review so I know that I've helped you in some way. I will chat mostly on things related to therapist self-care, There are four main elements that need to burn on all cylinders for you to be able to have a long, fruitful career, which are number one, physical longevity, number two, mental and emotional well-being, number three, financial prosperity, and number four, spiritual vitality. A lot of therapists tend to just focus on one or two of these things, but they all have to be running at the same speed to really work well. This is what this podcast is all about, to spit some sweet knowledge and tips to help you maintain the best career as a therapist that you possibly can forever. Today's show is going to be about the three common types of injuries and pain therapists normally face throughout their career and some quick tips to help you relieve and treat that pain in a timely manner. This is by no means a definitive list, but there are things that I've had myself and what I've seen others go through. So I also want to make mention of the fact that I am not a doctor or a physician, so I'm not here to diagnose anyone's problems or even tell you what you should be doing for those problems. But these are things that I've noticed in my time as a therapist and things that I've done for myself with great success when it comes to my own injuries. The first on this list is acute injuries sustained on the job. And if you've been an MT for a good while, you've probably had one before. This can happen in any manner of ways like having your back give out when lifting your table, acute inflammation of finger and wrist joints from too much fingertip or pinching work, shoulder or pec strains, neck spasms from looking down too much. You know, we've all had this type of stuff before, at least one of them. I would say that this is the least common that I've seen as most injuries or pain occur over a long period of time, I would say. This being said, what are some ways that you can help alleviate some of this pain quickly. If this is bad enough that it has you worried about further harm, I would first see someone about this quickly as to make sure that there there is nothing worse or it doesn't get worse. So, but after it is out of this acute stage, you know, it's in the post acute stage and the inflammation has died down just a bit, you can start to move through some of your range of motion to build some neural adaption. I had a really bad, bad, bad injury a few years ago. It was actually the injury that led me to create Successful Body Worker in the first place. But this is a story for a completely other day. (laughs) So what I did for this initially, within the first week of this injury, was do a McKinsey press-up two or three times a day for multiple reps to try and get blood flow to this area. This is where you are prone and flat on the ground with your arms raised and your torso off the ground to form an arch in your back. It can help to alleviate pressure on those posterior disc protrusions. You know, I did this multiple times a day for a few weeks, among other things, to treat this pain. But the difference here is that I didn't use full range of motion. For this to work, I slightly went to the point of the tiniest hint of pain and then back down. Tiniest bit of pain, back down. So 
it was just kind of the precursor of, uh, you know, feeling more pain as I went through it. So just right up to that tiniest hint of pain and then back down to the beginning. And I kept on this until it started loosening and feeling better. Sometimes using full range of motion with muscles or tissue that doesn't allow for it can be harmful, but I found that teasing within that range of motion has always worked the best and fastest for me. Another thing, and you know, some may not agree with me here, but I've never believed in the efficacy of the rice method. The best thing that you can do, in my opinion, is to keep moving and not stay complacent. If, of course, the injury is in the stage that can allow for this, but resting through an entire healing cycle has the ability to make the tissue weaker and actually more injury prone. I also strongly, strongly believe that the application of heat to an affected muscle is really good. Getting nutrient-rich blood to the areas that need healing can be a great way to kickstart the process of it, um, having a good you know, parasympathetic nervous system response and things like that, which is what is needed for this to heal, again, in my opinion. That, my friends, is the, the first type of injury. The second on this list today is onset pain and overuse injuries. Like I mentioned earlier in this podcast episode, this is more of an injury or pain category that we see mostly as therapists. You see, when you do the same thing over and over throughout your career, you are bound to develop chronic holding patterns that can result in a lot of times pain and overuse injuries. When this develops, there is kind of a a pain and tension feedback loop that continues on until an injury occurs. A big reason for this is the underdevelopment of antagonist muscles, which I covered in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I would strongly recommend heading back there and giving it a listen. For therapists that don't make this a focus in self-care, there is a huge power differential between the agonists that we use a lot and antagonists, which can result in these overuse type injuries. We see these present themselves in anterior shoulder and pec strains, lower back issues and thoracic outlet and neck, just to name a few. This type of injury is a bit harder to fix than acute injuries though. Think about how long you've been developing this issue and sometimes it, it won't just go away overnight. Just think about the things that you do every single day in life as a therapist. Something that therapists tend to do a lot are things like thumb work. This may feel great to clients and might be effective at treating muscles, but the thumb joint is small and cannot naturally take a lot of pressure, weight, or wear and tear. If you use your thumb, just think about how much you <laughs> how much you actually use it. Say you use it for 10 minutes out of the session, multiply that by four sessions a day and you're working five days a week. That's a little over an hour and a half a week that you are using this joint that doesn't support the type of pressure that we put on it. By the time a year rolls around, you have used it so much that things can start to happen to it. Tension, pain, even compensation can move up the forearm and up the shoulder and the back. Yes, you can work this stuff out to death, but nothing will actually work better than to actually change the habits that form them in the first place or getting to the root of the problem as to why you have that issue. If you're having issues related to thumb, things that would help are to start using your elbow more, obviously, and getting away from using the thumb a lot in practice. Just using it two minutes out of that session instead of 10 can be a huge help. Within Successful Bodyworker, I'm, I'm working on an awesome and extensive resource called the MT Injury Roadmap. This will be a three-part in-depth roadmap that can help anyone that has ever had a post-acute injury, so out of that inflammatory stage, or has had an injury before and just wants to prevent that from happening. 
ovary injuries and pain are something that can definitely be solved with this roadmap. You know, by working on those all too neglected antagonist muscles, we can really begin to change the narrative about our injuries and pain. So this leads me to the very last type of injury that massage therapists face in practice. So the last type of injury that massage therapists face in practice are exhausted adaptive potential injuries. That's kind of a mouthful. Exhausted adaptive potential injuries. These injuries are oftentimes the most complex because it's hard to really define where it started from. And in a lot of cases, the pain is so far removed from where it started. This can be started from a trauma not healing properly or developing into something that can affect certain areas of the body. A good example of this is this if a, a person gets into a car accident and hurts their hip. This injury heals over the course of a few months, but doesn't exactly heal properly. A year and a half later, that hip injury caused this person to walk differently and started to affect their neck on the right side. To them, this pain can seem like it just came out of nowhere, but sometimes all it takes to find it out is someone who is really good and has a keen eye for these sort of injuries. With a good in-depth conversation into past health history and injuries, a professional can really see what caused that pain in the neck in the first place. All of these injuries and pain can be solved with some love and tenderness if you believe that you can. Some of these things take time like overuse injuries or can be solved quickly like acute strains, things like that, but these won't hold you back if you have the proper mindset to heal them. So there you have it, the most common types of injuries and pain that massage therapists deal with. Have fun and stay safe out there. Hey everybody, if you like this episode and you're looking for more of an in-depth solution for injury prevention, strength gain, financial self-care, and limiting self-beliefs, then check out SuccessfulBodyWorker.com. This is your number one resource for all things therapist self-care. Inside, you will find in-depth courses, webinars, Q&A calls, and an awesome tribe of therapists that all want to help you achieve the longevity you only thought was possible. Don't wait for an injury or burnout to happen. Level up your strength, self-care, and longevity today with Successful Body Worker. See you all on the inside.